80s arcade and if you recognize the sounds at the beginning of the show then you'll know that is the classic crazy climber crazy climber was one of my mother's favorite video games of all time she loved that game probably more than she loved pac-man crazy climber was probably one of the most interesting games of the era uh especially when it came out in 1980 the same year as last week's episode missile command uh and crazy climber is a coin operated arcade game produced by nichibutsu in 1980 it was released in North America by Tatio America uh, and in 1982 for the Amazon Arcadia 2001 video game consoles, which I don't even remember that one. So um, it's one of the most acclaimed games in the HBCU library in the precursor to platform game genre. Uh, Crazy Climber was the first climbing theme video game, specifically climbing buildings before Nintendo's 1981 release of Donkey Kong. The game was reported to the Atari 2600, Arcadia 2001, Famicom, and the Sharp X68000 series of systems. Those were, uh, I believe, computer systems from Japan. Uh, the player assumes the role of the climber attempting to reach the top of four skyscrapers. The climber is controlled by two joysticks. Uh, the obstacles that you have to navigate uh, as you're climbing the building are windows that open and close. There are residents who throw objects such as flower pots, buckets of water, fruit, in an effort to knock the climber off the building. A condor who drops eggs and excrement aimed at the climber is another obstacle. You have a giant ape whose punch can prove deadly. Falling steel girders and iron dumbbells. Live wires protrude off the electric and Mitsubishi signs in a falling crazy climber sign and some of these dangers appear at every level of the game others making appearances only in later stages uh, should the cyber climber succumb to any one of those dangers a new climber takes its place at the exact point where he fell the last major danger is eliminated uh, one ally the climber has is the pink lucky balloon if he's able to grab it the climber is transported up eight stories to a window the window on which drops the climber may be about to close the window that the climber is dropped onto is fully closed the balloon pauses there until the windows open up again player doesn't actually earn bonus points for catching the balloon but he's awarded the normal step value for each of the eight floors he passes while he's holding the balloon climber is able to ascend to the top of the skyscraper and grab grabs the runner of the waiting helicopter he earns a bonus and is transported to another skyscraper which presents more dangers than the past. The helicopter only waits about 30 seconds before flying off. If the player completes all four skyscrapers, he's taken back to the first skyscraper and the game restarts from the beginning, but the player keeps the score. Difficulty level of any games modified to take into account the skill of the previous players. Hence, if the player pushed the high score up to 250,000 on any novice player, falling would get thoroughly wiped out for several games did increase difficulty level and have to play until drop back down. Musical cues used throughout the game include Baby Elephant Walk, the Pink Panther theme, and the Entertainer. Uh, the climber, if the climber is not moved for several seconds, a voice says, "Go for it." 
Uh, the family computer version had a special controller that could be used with it. Uh, the Famicom. That's the Japanese version of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Other things, other uh, games that uh, have been inspired by Crazy Climber in 1981, Bandai Electronics manufactured a handheld VFD video uh, version of the game. The Japanese-only sequel, Crazy Climber 2, was produced in 1988. The game was essentially identical to Crazy Climber in gameplay, but featured more sophisticated graphics and a few new features. February 3rd, 1996, Hyper Crazy Climber was released only in Japan for the PlayStation. Had similar gameplay to the original game, only a few differences. Players can choose between three cartoony characters, each with their own strength and speed abilities. Um, several buildings can be selected from a Bomberman-style map screen, including underwater and with the underwater building in Crazy Hyper Crazy Climber, uh, and a medieval clock tower and haunted skyscrapers, uh, beanstalk power-ups are also used. March 2nd of 2000, Crazy Climber 2000 was released for the PlayStation and is more of a remake of the original arcade game using 3D graphics for the first time. With notable features, the ability to turn corners and access different sides of the building, which now have a variety of designs, including one with a cylindrical tower-like shape. The game included a original port of the arcade classic and a scan of the instruction manual, just like the Hyper Crazy Climber, which was released for the same console four years earlier. Crazy Climber 2000 was only released in Japan. The Japanese publisher Hamster released the arcade version of Crazy Climber in 2005 under the Oritaki Reason Zoku Sono um, classic game line for PlayStation 2. Crazy Climber Wii was released for the Wii in Japan in December 20th of 2007 the arcade game was released on the virtual console in japan in february 23rd 2010 on february 8th of 2018 the game was released for the nintendo switch by hamster under their arcade archive series it's been previously released on may 15th 2014 for the playstation 4 as its very first entry in the series um it's probably not one of the most well-known video games uh, I loved the game. It was all I had never really played any of the other ports. I never knew it had so many ports. Uh, of course, most of those ports are in Japan. Uh, so um, it's a Japanese video game for sure. Uh, and uh, my mom, like I said, my mom loved this game. Uh, probably the thing that made the the game the most difficult uh, was the two joystick uh, deal. So, um, but that was a real interesting, uh, part of the video game was, it was one of the few that had two joysticks, uh, and, uh, and you had to, uh, kind of move them in a certain way in order to really make progress. Basically, each joystick moved the hands of the climber, and, uh, you had to watch, like, for example, if there was a resident about ready to drop a flower pot on you, uh, you had to watch uh, how your hands were, otherwise you'd fall off the building. So, and your client uh, climber would say, "Oh no." So, in fact, let's talk about that right after this. Crazy Climber was one of the very first video games that I remember that actually had a voice in a video game. 
whenever your player would stop for a little bit as he was climbing the building in you know in just a few seconds he would say go for it uh, if he got hit by a flower pot he would say ouch if he uh, fell off the building he would say oh no and it was just one of the first video games that included voice samples. Uh, it was definitely a voice sample. It was not an actual, like, um, animated or, like, um, I don't want to say it, computer-generated voice. It was an actual recording of, of somebody saying those things. Um, it was a sample. So, um, but... It's just one of those classic video games. It wasn't there wasn't very many of these that were like this. Uh, probably the closest game to this. I, I think I'll go ahead and talk about this game too, since it also uses buildings in the game, and that's Rampage. Uh, Rampage was was a great video game. Uh, included climbing buildings in it. it now it, it's climbing um was a little bit different in uh that uh you were not a human being you were one of three different monsters okay uh rampage came out in 1986 all right it was developed by ballet midway and the players can take control of a trio of gigantic monsters trying to survive against the onslaughts of the military forces. Each round is completed when a particular city is completely reduced to rubble. Uh, so you had three creatures. You had a gorilla that looked a little bit like King Kong. His name was George. Uh, you had a... It says a Ymir-like dinosaur-lizard kind of like creature. Uh, that was Lizzie. Uh... And then you have Ralph, who was a giant werewolf. Uh, and what would happen is if you if you got hit so many times, like like if you got damaged to the point where you fell off the building, uh, then you would uh, revert back to your human form. George and Ralph would be, of course, men, and Lizzie was a woman. So, um. My favorite thing about Rampage was it was also one of those multiplayer games. Uh, um, you could grab the set of controls for George, Lizzie, or Ralph, and you can play as that character, and then somebody else could walk up along you and, um, and play with you. And that's kind of what made Rampage really fun for me. But Rampage, you also got to climb buildings just like you did in crazy climber uh other ports uh for the game uh rampage was ported to the apple II, the atari 2600 the atari 7800 atari Lynx, the atari 8-bit computers the atari it's st the amiga the commodore 64 uh ibm pc uh on ms dos ZX Spectrum computers, Amstrad CPC, which was a computer system from the UK, just like the ZX Spectrum, the NES, the Sega Master Systems, the Tandy Color Computer. Uh, the Atari Lynx version also adds a special fourth character named Larry, who is a giant rat. I didn't know that. Um, the NES version excludes Ralph, reducing the number of monsters to two. 
1997, Tiger Electronics released a handheld LCD version of the game. And in 2017, Basic Thunder released a mini arcade port of the NES version of the game with Ralph added. This is number 10 in their arcade classics line. The original arcade version of Rampage was included in various compilations. In 1999, it was included in the arcade party pack for the PlayStation. In 2003, it was included in the Midway Arcade Treasures, a compilation arcade of arcade games for the Nintendo GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox. In 2005, it was included in Midway Arcade Treasures Extended Play for the PlayStation Portable. 2006, it was a bonus feature in Rampage Total Destruction. In 2012, it was included in the compilation Midway Arcade Origins. The game was also unlockable in the 2015 game Lego Dimensions. In that game, a human-sized version of George the Ape appears in one of the side quests in Midway Arcade World level of the game. The player adds him in wrecking the area, or aids him in wrecking the area and protecting him from civilians to get higher scores than Ralph and Lizzie. <clears throat> in July of 2000, Midway released Rampage along with other Williams Electronics games to Shockwave for use in an online applet to demonstrate the power of Shockwave web content platform entitled Shockwave Arcade Collection. The conversion was created by Digital Eclipse. Rampage was also ported to iOS as part of the Midway Arcade app. Arcade 1UP released a mini 4-foot version of the uh, cabinet in 2018. And unlike the original arcade, most of the home ports, such as NES, Sega, and Atari Lynx versions, actually end rather than repeating levels endless, endlessly. The Anastrad CPC port, published by Activision, is an in-game music ripped from the basement level of the arcade game Trojan, despite Trojan not having been ported to the Amstrad. Uh, the the game itself was a financial success in arcades and a rare high point for Bally Midway in the aftermath of the video game crash in 1983. Computer Gaming Award approved the MS-DOS adaptation of Rampage, especially for those with computers faster than the original IBM PC and an EGA video card. It said Rampage is proof that IBM games can compete with other machines in running entertainment software. Uh, your Sinclair said it was all great fun. Uh... For a while, but being a monster can become a drag. So unless you intend to play it, uh, play three-handed, when the fun factor increases a little, or you're a monster fan of the original, then you might give this a miss for something with more lasting value. I assume that's talking about this the uh, Sinclair port, um, the Spectrum port. Uh, CVG Ma Magazine reviewed the Atari Lynx version of the game in 1991 issue, gave a score of of 60 out of 100. Robert A. Jung reviewed the game, which was posted to IGN Entertainment in July 1999. The final verdict, he wrote, A light-hearted, silly game, but it's lots of fun for lots of players. The more, the merrier, giving a final score a 9 out of 10. In 2012, Walt Disney Animation Studios named their film character Wreck-It Ralph after Ralph the Wolf, since as, as the bad guy in his game, Fix it, Felix Jr. His job was to smash an apartment building so the hero Felix could repair the damage. Uh, about a decade later, a second arcade was released through Rampage World Tour, developed by Midway, the original designers, Brian Collin and Jeff Nellman. The success of Rampage World Tour 
as a home console title was followed by a console exclusive game rampage 2 universal tour rampage 2 time and rampage puzzle attack the last game in the series made by midway was rampage total destruction the latest version was made by raw thrills a redemption game with designs based on the 2018 rampage film that was first exclusive to dave investors now let's talk about that film uh, a couple years ago they brought out the rampage film and included uh, i believe uh uh the Rock was in the movie. I don't know. Every time I see ads for the movie and what little I've seen of the movie, it just doesn't feel like the video game to me. But Rampage, again, great classic video game. Talked about climbing buildings. So, so today I uh, talked about two video games instead of just the one, uh, like I did last week. Um, like I said last week, the studios will be moving uh, in a, another couple weeks. Uh, this uh, studio will be disassembled and reassembled uh, in an apartment. So um, just to let you know, uh, I'm trying to keep up the schedule, trying to give you a episode every, every week or so. Um, I forgot to mention last week, but please make sure that you send me your firsts haven't had one in a couple weeks. Uh, I think people will enjoy uh, hearing what your experience was with your first home console, your first arcade game, your first computer, whatever. Um, these are all things that we enjoyed and uh, we love. So keep living in the shade and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye and God bless.